0: Have you ever heard someone giving you an answer in return to the question, what do you do? And he says, firstly, I love what I do. Well, there are not many people who will tell you this. But guess what? On today's episode, we have someone who can exactly say that even before he tells you what he does. This positive attitude and conviction doesn't come easy, my friends. You need to have a lot of self-belief and a never-give-up attitude, just like our guest speaker has. So please join me in welcoming our guest for today, Mr. Naishad Gadani. He is a career coach specializing for migrants and international graduates in Australia. His story has lots of learning so today we dive deep into the story of a guest speaker who came to australia with a lot of hopes and dreams and he had the courage to turn it into reality through his actions but what is so interesting is his journey so far which he unfolds in this sixth episode of my first step ever if you are a migrant to australia or an international graduate I am so sure this story is going to be so beneficial for you and for everyone around the globe who's listening to us today. Hold on, my friends, because his story is full of challenges and how he overcomes those challenges. So finally, let me invite the guest speaker for today. Welcome, Naishat. How are you doing?
1: I'm very well Ishani and thanks for making me part of this uh, podcast and congratulations also because you know it's not an easy endeavor to to start anything new and podcast is something very unique um, and which also aligns with your area of interest too. So good luck with everything.
0: Thank you so much for your good wishes. Yes, I think the reason I wanted to do is just so that I can help other people as well. Uh, To listen to stories of accomplished people like you, because the struggles we never see, and we always see the successful people, the one who have you know have reached the the height of success, and we just see what is going good in their life. We never see how much they have struggled or what steps they have taken. And this is all about that inspiring and guiding them, maybe sharing your strategies. How did you take your first step? So on that note, I would like to ask you: uh, you are a career coach. Did you ever think of being in this profession to start with?
1: Not at all. I think it was a very foreign uh, vocation for me until I came to Australia. You know, I've always, uh, you know, was employed back in India. I never had a day of unemployment. Even out of the university, I think I graduated on um, on, on, I don't remember the exact date, but I graduated on, let's say, on a Thursday. Friday, I appeared for an interview, and Friday evening, I had the offer letter in my hand. So since then, wow. I've consistently worked for Next. Next ten years, when I was in India, and unemployment was something that I only experienced when I came to came to Australia. And there is also something which is similar. Uh, you know, story of most of the migrants when they arrive here, um, you know, unless you are, unless you've been sponsored by an employer. Yes. So, so I never thought it that way to answer your question, never ever.
0: I would just like to uh, emphasize on fact, I would like to ask a question regarding that. You mentioned that you had a 10 years successful career running back home in your country, which is India. Um. How did you suddenly think of maybe, you know, putting all that behind and restarting And in your case, I think this would have been the, had already taken first step in your career to start with whatever you were doing in India, which you can, you can definitely tell us, uh, I would like you to tell us, but how did you think of restarting? Everything again, and where did you get that courage or that mindset
1: from? I I, I think retrospectively, I I think of those uh, those words, uh, you know, courage and and uh, you know, similar. Uh, and I did not see that I was taking risk at that time, you know, thirteen years back when I came here. I did not see that as a risk. Now, why did I uh, you know decide to take that step? I can't really pinpoint any exact incident or series of you know instances that happened but I always had this desire to to build an international career that was always there I don't know probably watching a lot of Bollywood movies would have affected that uh, that dream but I always had that desire and um back in uh back in 2000 2001 was was a moment where I actually was planning to come to australia to study further up i'm okay. a mechanical engineer decided to go and, and study further um but then i was offered a very lucrative job and i decided to put that in the back burner and continue to work for next six years okay. but then again that got reignited when a couple of my connections my close connections went to uh, you know came to australia so i thought maybe there's something there so I, it got reignited and then further investigations, uh, you know, and research led me to believe that Austria would be a fantastic country to settle and to migrate and make a make a new life here. And I came here in August, 2007.
0: And, and what a great step you have taken, because I think now everything platform that you have reached now, you're helping even other people. So I think that was a great decision that you took over there. And what I can derive from your story so far is that you had a passion for doing something you really wanted to have an international career so you need to have a vision or goal the second thing was that you mentioned that it did not look like a risk for you because you said that you took you did your research so that's also an important step so you do your research as well and you do need to take calculative steps at some point of time if it is a big decision like this so you had few uh, connections or maybe few people who ignited that fire again and again you. So I think those are some great takeaways for people who are listening to us. You do take steps, but they should not be drastic and uncalculated steps. You need to think through your decisions and always start small. So yeah, that was amazing. So now that we have come to Australia, I remember you Mm -hmm. mentioning in a chat before that the first job that you got wasn't very good and then something happened. So, I would like you to tell our listeners the story.
1: You know, it's a story that I reflect a lot on um, and specifically in the context of the the LinkedIn live show that we started and there's a sh- story that I shared but I'm more than happy to share that again um, you know and yes I, I after a bit of a struggle I you know, landed a job in a company in, um, as a sales engineer in Melbourne. I think I was just driving one day on Monash Free when I heard a radio ad of, um, of resume uh, writing business. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. I can write. And I think that would be fantastic. And that led me to contact that person, which then led me to a business uh, opportunity. I signed up to you know, for a business opportunity, which allowed me to learn how to create resumes, to sell. And to you know to to make a side hustle out of it, and soon I realized that there was a big scam. It was nothing but a very shabby business practices. The resume was not at all of quality. But um, but I was staring at a legal case at that time. So two years uh, from that time, after spending thousands of dollars, uh, you know we. Got into our settlement, settlements, so and completed that part. But it it did, you know, drained out a lot of our hardened money. My and my wife's hardened money to you know to to save ourselves uh, from that scam. But what it also did was that it opened up a really you know great uh, you know chapter in my life. That now I came to know that resume writing. Is, is a service. Resume writing is something that I can learn uh, and that opened up that people don't need just resumes. People need also guidance and coaching. So that's what it really started. So, you know, it, it started with, a, with a, uh, not what we expected it to be, but it turned out to be great and that's what that's why i changed my career back in 2009 so that's the background story of how did i start into career coaching or resume writing and employment uh, consulting service and
0: and thank you so much for sharing that because i think that story which is a reality which teaches a lot that there will be situations uh, maybe a very serious situations like in your case it was very serious because you lost a couple of thousand of dollars and also peace of mind. I can see that it must have been so difficult. So, firstly, thank you for sharing that, and I'm sure uh, people who are listening to us uh, they will be more careful uh, when they are trying to go out and you know meet more coaches or trying to get help with their resumes. I think the best, in my understanding, the best starting would be to. Uh, have an account on LinkedIn and just follow a few career coaches such as yourself. So I think it's a good way to introduce other people to career coaches right now uh, and also to other people who are on LinkedIn because they feel more authentic, you can see their work, so be very careful from that perspective and more than that what is really intriguing in the story is that how you turned an ill-fated incident into a very good opportunity that was your the way, the perspective that you had so a very good learning from there as well. Uh, just moving on you said so you took us through the exact starting the difficulties the phase of yep. how you actually thought of starting what you really wanted to over here. Now when you thought of uh, starting your venture were there any other difficulties that you faced and how did you go about overcoming
1: that i think one of the difficulty was to sell my services that's one of the most oh, difficult yeah. aspects because you've got a, you've got an idea you think that 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 solves problems for people but you know it's people have to also feel the same way as you feel so i think that was one of the biggest challenge that for me was to was to sell and because i you know, learned a very, uh, you know, very mediocre way of writing uh, resumes through that scam, I had to relearn everything. Oh. So I did, a couple, you know, a couple of international, international courses on resume writing. I got trained by, you know, some of the finest resume writers of Australia. So that really kick-started that. And then I think once I started to, to, to do, couple, you know, one or two resumes a month, and when uh, people started to get uh, interviews, that really kind of, you know, did two things. One is it uh, kind of instilled confidence, but also people then went out and said, Nisha does a great work in resume writing. Uh, right. So I think that was the biggest challenge, biggest challenge was to was to promote. Now, back in 2009 and ten, LinkedIn uh, was around, uh, you know, I think I started to what use LinkedIn back in 2006. <laughs> yeah. So way back, I started to use LinkedIn, but it wasn't as crowded and as um, you know noisy it is right now. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it it, it, took, it took a while for for me to promote what I do over on LinkedIn. But initially, it was all word of mouth. People, you know, ask somebody else, and they came to know about me, and they would approach me. So that was the biggest. That was the, the the biggest challenge that I had to put the word out there. And also, secondly, was that people were just not looking at getting a resume done, and they were asking, "Oh, can you help me with my interviews? Because I'm struggling with my interviews. You know, I'm not getting. How do I contact people? You know, how do I network and all those things? So that's where I started to kind of you know learn simultaneously, um, but also you know started to to trial out some of my thinking uh, you know around that and so it started with a small step it started with you know trying it out and you know when you try out something you you know you don't uh, you you know you're cautious but you're also more involved into this at that time you really want to make sure that you know, your thinking, uh, you know, is validated by the market is validated by the people who implement it. So those were some of the initial, uh, you know, know, things that I I went through when I started.
0: Wow, I mean, that is a bag full of challenges that you had. Some some something that I can maybe take away from this is that you mentioned a few things that that those are very, very apt uh, for anyone who wants to start any sort of venture. What I understand from your story is you first realized what were your challenges. So you had the understanding. Second, uh, you understood while working while building your venture that there were there was not much demand for CV for their own for its own reasons. But you did understand what was the demand and. You did not wait to be perfect at it to just start and then, you know, set the service. You went as as you were learning and then you also setting the services, which is a great way of, you know, uh, utilizing time and also not waiting for the right time, which I think never comes.
1: No, absolutely. I think that's right. And I think that a lot of people right now, if you go and and study lean startup framework, you know, I'm I'm not sure whether I, I followed that exactly, but it's like, you know you you trial out you know you produce a prototype try it out take feedback and then again again rework on that don't worry about having the final product and then sell you got to have a product which is workable and go out and try it out like similarly how yeah. we started to do linkedin live or podcasting they are all trying it out you know it's not a you know because on you know otherwise you you continue to wait until you have a have a finished product
0: Absolutely and I think one thing that I would like to pinpoint from your story is that you mentioned uh, that you felt that the resume that the resume writing that you had learned was not to the uh, you know the A standard the level that it should be in the industry so you relearned the whole thing so that's also a very good uh, quality that a person has firstly to identify that maybe you're not doing that well, the level is not that great to accept that it's a big thing and if in your journey and this, I'm telling this to all my listeners, if in your journey, if you feel the same way, you do not need to get disheartened because at times I used to feel like that, that I have, I have to be the best in what I'm doing, it is not that case and as the world is changing, things will keep on changing, so have that eye and be very open, flexible just like how Nashad is and he identified that problem and he really you know did not waste a lot of time and found resources as he mentioned a while ago that how he can better himself and provide the best service. So that, there was some amazing uh, challenges and strategies that you give gave over here Nashad that I'm sure our listeners are gaining a lot from this episode today. Uh, Just before we wrap up, I just have I think two questions. First is I want to ask, you you also run a very, very famous um, LinkedIn series. It's doing amazingly well. I would like you to say something about it.
1: So I think LinkedIn Live, uh, you know, Career Care Package is, you know, I think it's a name that Caroline Brown coined. And, um, you know, it it came uh, as, you know, as we all know, Necessity is the mother of invention. So me and Caroline decided that let's start LinkedIn Live. I, I always had the access to to LinkedIn Live platform before also. So we thought, let's start on LinkedIn Live daily because you know, is that I have got time of my life. I don't have got anything else to do when I was in India in lockdown. So we decided to do LinkedIn Live every every day. And uh, we took a different approach to that. that You know, we don't want to do the stock standard job seeking, uh, resource and advice and guidance because we would probably run out of ideas in two, three weeks time. So we decided to go out to, to our network and to, to people who do some clever things and people have got really clever perspective on things, but all around careers, jobs and employment. But, but I think we were filling out a particular gap in the marketplace where we were providing real, really insightful ideas and understanding perspectives on, on different aspects of careers and people were enjoying those very, very friendly, very simple conversations so that people can understand that. So I think that really prompted us to, to continue. Yes,
0: and I think being a listener myself of that particular LinkedIn live series show, I can definitely, and that's where I uh, got in touch with you. So, yeah, and I think you have some really distinguished panelists in your series, and they really, really come with great wealth of knowledge. Um, So that was very interesting. Moving ahead, I would like to ask you, um, if you would like to leave our listeners with any quote, that you really resonate.
1: Yeah, I think one of the one of the quote, and this has only come when I was starting to do careers work, is a very famous quote by Charles Darwin. You know, he says that it's not the strongest of the species that survive, nor the most intelligent, but the one most responsive to change.
0: And that quote is so timely. Everything around us is changing constantly today and it is so so important to keep up with the changes so thank you mr nishad gudwani to join us for this episode and taking us through those challenging moments of your life and to all my listeners out there thank you so much for sticking around and listening to this particular episode and i can't wait to share other interesting stories that have lined up and there are some really amazing stories coming up so please keep in touch you can join our instagram community which is my first step ever underscore in to communicate and network with like-minded people and also to network with our guest speakers thank you and see you soon